now that I was having a son, that just weight of that, um, I felt that and just knew I wanted to do something about it. And, you know, my background as a licensed therapist and some of the work I did in grad school and, you know, some personal experience with, um, you know, colorism and just all of those things kind of beautifully um, birthed what is now known as Hey Carter Books. Welcome to season four of the CEO Mom podcast, The Woman, the Mother, and the Myths. The podcast of CEO Mom magazine, the publication that puts super momming into perspective. I'm your host, Vonna Matthews. So let's listen in. As a small business owner and entrepreneur, Think3 Media understands how incredibly frustrating it is to be the one who wears all the hats. Just to maintain operations and keep things afloat is a task in and of itself. When it comes to your marketing and PR needs, Think3 Media is here to do the heavy lifting for you. And as a small business themselves, they understand the strategies and tactics needed to make your business shine and thrive. Their clients have been featured in Forbes, Fox News, CNBC, NBC, Women's Health, and many more, and at a fraction of the big firm price. They've seen sales increases, higher audience engagement, and more traction with their proven strategies for success. For this year and beyond, let the experts at Think3 Media take care of you and get you the shine and exposure you deserve. Every business, no matter how small, deserves to be seen and to be heard. Let Think3 Media do the heavy lifting for you. Let them level the playing field. Contact Think3 Media for your free consultation today www.think3media.com or 469-428-7498. So I am extremely excited to have with me today, Tamisha Booker. She is this incredible author who really has sparked conversations centered around black boy joy. And I know it's something that we may not hear a lot about when you talk about black and brown boys joy may not be the first thing that comes to your mind but i'm super excited to talk to tamisha today and to learn more about the inspiration and the passion behind hey carter books and what we can look forward to moving forward so thank you so much for being with me today tamisha thank you for having me Awesome. So just to let you guys know a little bit about Tamisha, Tamisha Booker launched Hey Carter Books after being disappointed in the lack of representation of black boys in children's books. Her brand and books are inspired by her son, Carter, and focused on building self-identity in young black boys. She has set a clear vision to curate an animated series filled with happy black children loving their happy black lives. Tamisha's work is recently featured in the Netflix original series, Bookmarks, celebrating black voices featuring Jill Scott, Common, and Tiffany Haddish. She is the only indie author among the cast of celebrities and New York Times bestselling authors Jacqueline Woodson and Derek Barnes. Her book, Brown Boy Joy was chosen for bookmarks using a social justice education framework that focused on concepts of identity, respect, justice, and action. As a result of this project, her book, Brown Boy Joy, is endorsed by the Black Caucus American Library Association and Association for Library Service to Children. Tamisha is a licensed therapist and works full-time as a healthcare administrator. She is also a part of the Black Literary Collective, Building Leaders and Activists with Collective Knowledge, a group of Black authors in the Bay Area working to decolonize educational spaces. Once again, thank you so much, Tamisha, for being with me today. 
Thank you for having me. So let's jump in and talk about how you or when you developed your love for reading and for books and describe your introduction to the literary world as an author. Well, growing up, you know, my mom always had a bookshelf full of books. You know, she would read um, Eric Jerome Dickey or Toni Morrison and always had her books there. So that definitely was... I think the initial introduction to just reading and the importance of having books around. In terms of my introduction of becoming an author, that I feel like I've, I've planted the seeds for that um, throughout my whole life. And although I never, it wasn't something that I said, you know, when I grow up, I want to be an author, or this is definitely my goal and vision. But throughout my life, there have definitely been moments where I have been laying that groundwork that has kind of culminated to what Hey Carter Books is today and culminated into me becoming an author. Um, but my journey to actually starting was when I was becoming a mom, you know, pregnant and just scared of becoming a mother. I, you know, wanted my independence and was just kind of like, I got things to do and I can't be slowed down by um, a baby. And even though my husband and I, you know, were intentional about uh, planning a baby. I just wasn't ready for it. Um, and so it was a, a confusing time for me, a very sad time for me. And just, I was grappling with a lot of feelings. And of course, on top of that, you know, when I found that I was having a son, that just weight of that, um, I felt that and just knew I wanted to do something about it. And, you know, my background as a licensed therapist and, some of the work I did in grad school and, you know, some personal experience with, um, you know, colorism and just all of those things kind of beautifully um, birthed what is now known as Hey Carter Books. I love that. And I thank you so much for being honest about the feelings that you had, you know, centered around becoming a mom and, and being a new mama. I love that honesty. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I want to know parts of it. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about brown boy joy so your book mm -hmm. um, brown boy joy has garnered national attention and praise deservedly so and one of my favorite quotes from the book is you can tell by my stride i am happy as can be no one on earth can steal the joy inside of me so let's talk about from your perspective and just the heart and passion behind this book what is brown boy joy well, it's just that. It's that joy inside that lives each and every one of us, especially brown boys. Um, you know, I describe it as loving who you are and being proud of who you are and where you come from and that joy. And that line that you, you read is so perfectly captured that because it's something that is uniquely ours and belongs to us and is inside of each little black and brown boy um, out there and just letting boys know and that you can just be proud of that and also more specifically just related to skin color because um you know our our melanated skin is is so powerful and so beautiful and you know as i said earlier i you know growing up there were lots of things that i experienced about my skin color and i was um, raised by uh, my grandmother who was white and my mom who's biracial so some of those early experiences for me kind of colored what uh, my thoughts and views around what children need and wanting them to really be proud of that and really, you know, know that 
you know, you're, you're different and that's okay. And what's different about you makes you unique. And there's no one on this earth like you. I love it. I love it. So joy may not be as I, as I, discussed a little earlier, may not be the first thing that people think about when they think of black boys. And why did you want to show the joy of little black boys? And how does that play into reshaping the representation of little black boys in literature, education, and even society? Well, I think it's exactly that. I mean, we don't, uh, you know, associate just that joy with our, our black children. And that's so needed. And at the end of the day, these are kids, these are babies. And that, that it, there is joy there. And the fact that the first thing we think of is, is not that has definitely been something that's uh, concerning for me. And, you know, our, our, our black boys, they grow up, they're, they're feared um, as men and, you know, building that self-identity and that positive, uh, self-identity is so important and it's foundational um, as our children grow up and go into the world. And I really wanted my books to permeate that joy and in a realistic way too, not in this, we always have to be happy because that's definitely not realistic, but, you know, to protect the innocence of, of our children, of our, of our black boys and, and girls. Um, and really, so when they see themselves, they are really actually seeing a reflection of themselves and specifically for uh, non-black children i hear a lot of times parents of non-black children will say like oh this is a black book or oh this is a book um for black children it's not for my kid and i'm quick to correct you know although these books were specifically made for black children they're not only for black children we need all children to see the joy that lives inside of us we need all children and families to be reading books by black creators and authors. They're not black books. They're, they're books um, with intentionality for black children. I see that as a little bit different um, and really making sure that those messages um, are permeated. And especially when you have children who, when they're going to be facing um, these narratives, that they're able to stand up against that. And for non-black children, that they're learning empathy through that. And they are really seeing narratives that are actually true and correct about our community, our people, and specifically our children. That is so true and that is so powerful. And one of the things you said that really stood out to me is protecting that innocence because unfortunately, especially in the black community, we do have to teach our kids things and expose them to things um, at a younger age because of, of what we experience in this country yes. as a people. And so just preserving that innocence and in reading the book and just looking at the illustrations, one of the things I love about it is just you, the, the joy of the little boy and just this self-realization just really jumps through the pages. Like it jumps yeah. out at you and you can see it. Um, and it's that innocence that I think is so incredibly beautiful. Yes. So your book, as we've talked about, has garnered um, a lot of national uh, success and praise. And um, some of the recognition comes by being a part of Bookmarks, which is the Netflix original series. Um, and your book was read by Jill Scott. How did it feel having Jill Scott read your book? And and have you been surprised by the recognition and just the national acclaim? Definitely. I mean, I, I had I had goals. I had big goals and 
definitely wanted, uh, my main goal was to make sure that these books, my book, my brand, that they reached as many people as possible, as many children, black children and black homes as possible. So Netflix, the bookmarks allowed me to accomplish that goal. Um, you know, the shows translated into multiple languages. So it really allowed black children to turn on the TV and really see themselves. Um, I, I still think back to the day where I found out, I, you know, I got that call. I was so in shock. And actually, when the project began, I didn't know who my book would be read by. I actually didn't even know that I was the only self-published author on the show until a few days after it aired. So a lot of it just came, you know, as surprises. And they finally did tell me that I was going to be, uh, the book would be paired with Jill Scott. Um, and they also shared that the books were specifically paired with celebrities who they felt could carry out the book. And because my book is written in rhyme and there's that melody melody and that flow that Jill Scott could really uh, carry that out. And she did. I mean, to the point where now when I do book reading, sometimes I'll play the Netflix episode because, I mean, she put so much passion and feeling into that and was able to beautifully and eloquently um, just bring my words to life. It just, the synergy there, although never have met Jill Scott, I just felt that it was such a good match for the words of the book and the message of the book. I agree. I agree. And she, she did an excellent job of evoking that joy yes. that comes from the book. So yes, I agree. One of the things that we love about uh, Brown Boy Joy is its social relevance. With a background in psychology and early childhood mental health, what conversations do you hope your books spark about Black mental health and familial trauma? Well, one thing is I do hope that when families are reading the book that it does spark conversation, whatever conversation comes from that. Um, I think one thing that I was intentional about creating these books is I wanted the books to sort of do the work for parents and really speak life into children for them. Uh, and so you can read the book and you're already speaking life into your child. You're already saying affirmations to them. All of the books are filled with affirmations because there's so much positivity in them. So whether you're reading to your child or your child is reading to themselves or a sibling, it's kind of doing that work for you, um, whether a conversation happens with it or not. Although the conversation is the added advantage, especially if you're using the pictures to guide that conversation. In terms of the mental health aspect, I think that, as I said before, our, our children are going into worlds, into spaces that are not always meant for them or designed for them and to keep them safe. And so I wanted my books to be able to help with that and to be able to help children build a sense of self-identity that is positive and help them to know who they are. And we know as adults that knowing who you are and knowing your internal value is I mean, it's a lesson as an adult that I'm still on that journey of. And I think for kids, the the sooner that we can practice that, the better. And then also it just having these books on the shelves, having these books in, in classroom allows children to see themselves and representation in classroom is essentially a requirement for learning because if children cannot see themselves, if they don't see that school is meant for them, they're not going to be able to take in information. They're not going to be able to, they, they won't feel that it's meant for them. 
And that has effects on their learning and the information they're able to process. And of course, their success throughout school. So, you know, when people talk about representation matters, you know, I always correlate it with some mental health aspects because that's my background, but representation pours into so many areas. So my next question is, I want to talk a little bit about Hey Carter Books, because as, as we've discussed, you are a self-publisher. So before we talk about what's next for Hey Carter Books, tell our, our listeners a little bit about the, the company Hey Carter Books and, and just what the vision is um, for it now and moving forward. Absolutely. So Hey Carter Books curates products, experiences, apparel, and accessories uh, specifically designed for Black children and with the intention of positively uplifting them and showing them essentially a mirror to themselves. And also, you know, in terms of the uh, apparel and the accessories, you know, we have Brown Boy Joy sunglasses and backpacks, and really we want kids to just feel that sense of pride to put on a shirt, to put on, you know, their clothes for the day and just, just have that, that swag of like, I am Brown Boy Joy and I am proud of who I am. And so we're really, really focusing on that. And also the other thing is really elevating Black Joy and putting Black boys at the forefront. Um, you know, when I first got started, I, before I wrote the book, I noticed that there was a, a gap missing and I didn't see a lot of black boys front and center on books. And that's really what uh, my brand is doing is, is putting black boys front and center. I love that. So with moving forward with Hey Carter Books, tell us a little bit about some of the other books that you've written and then what's next. Sure. So their Hey Carter Children's Book Series as of now is a three book series. Uh, the first book is My Brown Skin, uh, which is just a heartwarming story about loving who you are and just a child's kind of first words of self-pride and specifically around that skin color. The main character talks a lot about his favorite things that are brown. Um, just building that positive association with the color brown. You know, many kids, they, they don't always say brown is their, their favorite color or they associate brown with negative things, um, particularly when it comes to skin color. And when I was first getting started as a, as a therapist in zero to five mental health, I would work with children and families as young as four who wanted different color hair, different color skin than what they were born with. So that along with my own personal experiences definitely was the reason why My Brown Skin was my first book. Um, and it's a good conversation starter. You know, there's a page that says um, that my skin is a brown and perfect, just like my mommy's. And it's great if that's your child's truth, but I love it when kids who don't have a mommy with brown skin and they said, my mom's skin is not brown. Um, I love that because it opens up conversation about their skin and what's different and, you know, why this book existed and starts to get those early conversations going. Um, and so the second book was Brown Boy Joy, which we talked about, which has definitely been the most popular. Um, and then the third book is called King for a Day, which is just a fun bedtime story, uh, just about the main character imagining all the things that he would do if you were king for a day. That book is really special to me because it has some um, exclusive features of my friends in there, um, my godchildren in there, 
Um, and so I try to bring in some personal aspects to my work. Um, so that's King for a Day. All of the books are also written in Spanish. There's also a coloring book and it is uh, a My Brown Skin Affirmations coloring book. And so it has over 40 affirmations. And you'd be surprised that there's a lack of coloring books with black children on the front of those as well. Um, and then that also we provide or sell uh, the multicultural crown packs just so our kids have access to supplies, crayons that they can color themselves the appropriate uh, skin tone. And then lastly, there is a My Brown Skin with a girl on the front, which came out of request from, you know, supporters of Hey Carter Books and just wanting a book with a girl on the front. Um, and now that I have a daughter, a lot of people are asking, when's that coming? When's that coming? But um, I have something special planned for my, my baby girl um, and it will be separate from Hey Carter Books. Uh, and so it's coming next for Hey Carter Books is I am going to be having the books translated into other languages, um, including Swahili. Um, and also there'll be some additional books coming out at the end of the year. Specifically, I have a Christmas book launching um, the third quarter, which I'm so excited about to be able to show kids a melanated Santa for the holidays. Um, it's my son's favorite uh, holiday. So looking forward to that. Awesome. I'm so excited about everything that you have coming up. But as a mother of two little girls, I can't wait for your new project centering around little brown girls. So I look forward to that. You have to definitely keep us up to date on that. Will do. Awesome. So how can our um, listeners learn more about Hey Carter Books? Yes. So please head over to uh, heycarterbooks.com. That's where you can see all of our um, products there, our children's boutique, which has all of our clothes and apparel and accessories, as well as the um, book series you can find there. And then also on all social media platforms, which is at Hey Carter Books as well. Well, thank you so much for taking out your time, Tamisha. And as I mentioned earlier, I really love what you do. It is great, great conversation starters, as, as, you've, as you've mentioned. So thank you so much for being with me today. Thank you so much. I enjoyed the conversation. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the CEO Mom Podcast, The Woman, the Mother, and the Myths. We hope you've enjoyed the conversation as much as we have. If you'd like to hear more, subscribe and definitely rate us. Go deeper with us on every episode by subscribing to our exclusive newsletter at CEOMomMagazine.com. There, we'll provide tips and information based on every episode. This podcast is produced by For Her Media with music by BOPD and C. Scott. Until the next conversation, thanks for joining us.